Thank you for joining us this Friday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And the title of our message is called The Dangers of an Unbelieving Heart. It comes from Hebrews chapter 3, verses 12 through 19, and the book of Numbers 11, verses 1 through 6. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for the ending of a week. We thank you, Lord, for this Friday. Lord, we ask that you'll be with us as we present this podcast today, that you will give me words and wisdom. We ask, Lord, as we read these words from the Bible, that we can see the truth of what it means to believe in you. What it means if we go our own way and have an unbelieving heart, that there is consequences. But Lord, there are times when we need to encourage one another. So Lord, that's the purpose of the podcast, to encourage one another with the word of Jesus Christ, both from the Old and the New Testament. So Lord, we ask you be with us this Friday. We ask for your hand of mercy, your hand of protection, your hand of health upon each and every one of us. We ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So let's look at the book of Hebrews, chapter chapter 3, verses 12 through 19. It says, See to it, brothers, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ if we hold firmly till the end of confidence we first had. As has just been said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in rebellion. Who were those who heard and rebelled? Were not all those with Moses, those that Moses led out of Egypt? And with whom was he angry for 40 years? Was it not those who sinned, whose bodies would fall in the desert? And to whom did God swear that they would never enter his rest, if not to those who disobeyed? So we see that they were not able to enter because of unbelief. And let's look at Numbers chapter 11, verses 1 through 6. It says, Now the people complained their hardships in hearing of the, within the hearing of the Lord. And when he heard them, his anger was aroused. Then fire from the Lord burned them up, or burned among them, and consumed some of the outskirts of the camp. When the people cried out to Moses, he prayed to the Lord, and the fire died down. So there the place was called Tabareth because the fire from the Lord had burned among them. There were those who stirred up the crowd. They would crave other food. They would complain. And again, the Israelites started wailing or complaining. If only we had meat to eat. Remember the fish that we ate in Egypt at no cost? Also the cucumbers and the melons and the leeks and the onions and the garlic. 
But now we have lost our appetite. We never see anything but this manna. And in verses 18 through 20, it says, Tell the people, consecrate yourselves in preparation for tomorrow, when you will eat meat. The Lord heard you when you cried out, If only we had meat to eat. We were better off in Egypt. Now the Lord will give you meat, and you will eat. You will not eat it for one day, or for two days, or for five days, or ten days, or twenty days, but for one whole month, until it comes out of your nostrils, and you loathe it, or you begin to hate it, because you have rejected the Lord. Who is among you that have cried out before him, saying, Why did you... Why did we ever leave Egypt? May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. And we think of this today. What does this have to do with us? But the title of the message is called The Dangers of an Unbelieving Heart. You know, we must actively choose to trust God, to rely on God every day for every situation. This allows us to enjoy rest allows us to enjoy peace, allows us to enjoy his leading, his guidance, his provision, all of these things. But we see the story in Numbers chapter 11. The Israelites complained to God. They were in the wilderness for 40 years, but God gave them manna. But then they began to complain. They wanted meat. They complained so loud that God heard them. But they would cry out to Moses. It's amazing. They always cried out to Moses. That they wanted meat. You know, the Bible warns us today about the perils of an unbelieving heart. Take the nation of Israel, as we just talked about. Many times they would plunge into unbelief with frightful regularity. We see when the good times come, they didn't need God, or they fell back into their old ways. The Old Testament is filled with many stories to back up this claim. When life is good, they didn't need him. When they were in trouble, they always seemed to cry out to God, or they cried out to the prophets to rescue them. Like I say, as we see back in the book of Numbers, chapter 11, the Israelites were grumbling and complaining to Moses. They were complaining to God. Just like people today, they don't need God until they're in trouble. Or when they're going through a situation, it's easy to blame God. It's amazing how quickly Israel forgot the miracles that God did for them. God had delivered them from slavery. He gave them food in the wilderness. However, they had an unbelieving heart. They were ready to overlook the promises of God, the milk and honey in favor of leeks and onions of Egypt. The message God provided for them, he provided manna. 
We see that in Numbers chapter 11, verses 4 through 6. And the Israelites began to complain. As Christians today, do we complain? God provides for us in ways not always monetary. Sometimes it's in food. Sometimes it's in possessions. Sometimes it's what we need at the right time. We as Christians, like I said, we sometimes want to complain, just like the Israelites. However, we must take care that our unbelief does not become a poisonous root, one of doubt, one of complaining, and then one of unbelief. Our unbelief strikes at the very character of who God is. When we don't believe in him, we, we, we tend to discard him. We accuse him of being untrue, of being unfaithful, of being unreliable. Just because he doesn't answer your prayer the way you think it should, we want to have doubt sometimes. When we allow this unbelief to chip away at our spiritual health, that's why each and every day we need to be in the Word. We need to be in the fellowship of believers. We need to be in fellowship with God. Because when we begin to doubt, we begin to question everything. God warns the church the body of believers. He has warned the believers that those with unbelieving hearts are in danger of falling away. We see that mentioned here in Hebrews chapter 3. Give me one moment. When he says, today, if you hear the voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in rebellion. But he also talks about, he says, see that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart. Because when we have that, we will turn away from the living God. Not a God of stone, a God of wood, a God of clay, but a God that is alive and well. A God that cares about you and I today. We have to be very careful that we don't ignore the voice, that we don't harden our hearts. Because when we do, we begin to question God. We begin to say untrue things about God. We say that he's not faithful, that he's not reliable. But we have to be careful when we allow these things to enter in, that we confess it before God. Are we going to always be on track? You know, in humanity, we sometimes look at things as face value. We want to see things the way we want to see them. If they don't work out that way, then we get upset. We get angry. We can even rebel. Many, many people are rebelling against God today, we are told in the word of God 
that we need to encourage one another daily, day by day. The purpose of the podcast is not to condemn people or put this group down or that group. The purpose of the podcast is to encourage you in the faith, to encourage each and every one to read the Word, to understand the Word, and to pray to God in fellowship. We need to come alongside those today who are doubting or those who are struggling with unbelief. You know, Jesus told Peter, he said, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail. I believe that Peter's faith was strong, like a rock. Peter's faith was built upon the solid rock, the foundation. We can have that kind of faith today. Sometimes we need to come alongside those that are doubting. Those that have questions, are we always going to have the answers? Somebody said one time, said, Pastor, you have, don't you have the answer to this? And you know, we don't have all the answers, but we can ask God, and God will come alongside of us. There are many, many mysteries, many, many things that we don't know about, but we can't let them become a stumbling block. We need to come alongside people in times of doubt, in times of struggle. We are called as Christians to share the word of God, the words of hope, the words that will encourage them and see them through. Even in times of doubt, someone said, Pastor, do you ever doubt? And you know, I used to always think about things and say, well, maybe it could have went this way or could have went that way or should I have gone this way? But then I have to catch myself and I have to be careful that I don't dwell on them. You know, life hasn't always been easy. But the word of God saw me through. The people of God were there to encourage me, to uplift me, to help me along life's way. We need to keep our focus on Jesus today. We need to hold fast to our faith as we go through life. We are to continue to grow in our relationship with Christ. He will keep our hearts tender so they won't become hardened. He will keep them tender and receptive to him. Even in the midst of doubts and the struggles of life, we can be assured that our hope and salvation in Christ is genuine. We as Christians can enter rest, a rest that is only found in a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus came to give us hope. He came to give hope and peace, a peace that passes all human understanding. The writer of the Hebrews reminds us that Jesus must be the center of it all, of all that we say, all that we do, all of who we are. We are called first to believe and to have faith. Moses was faithful. He was a faithful servant of God. 
Jesus Christ is faithful as the Son of God. He is over the church, the body of believers. He's over you. He's over me. We can hold firmly to our confidence and hope that we have in glory. Remember, unbelieving hearts will turn away from the living God and they will harden their hearts. Many people today will hear the word of God. Some will believe and some will not. It's a choice. We can either hear the voice of God or we can turn a deaf ear to the voice of God. We can either accept or we can rebel and harden our hearts and minds to the word of God. You say, preacher, how is that? But if you look at the world today, many, many people, God is calling, Jesus is calling. Do you hear his voice today? Or have we turned the volume down? Do we accept him for who he is? Or do we rebel and harden our hearts and our minds? Who were they who heard the word of God and rebelled? Were they not all those who he led out of Egypt? And with whom was God angry for 40 years? Another question that's found in the Old Testament. It was those who sinned, whose bodies perished in the wilderness. God swore that they would never enter his rest. Those who disobeyed, that unbelieving heart, the complainers, those that did not want to hear, those that heard the word and would not accept it. So today, we too are like the Israelites. We are called of God. Do you hear his voice today? Do you have rest in him? Rest in God? Rest in life? Today we have a choice to hear his voice and believe or to hear his voice and harden our hearts and rebel against God. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for this message. We thank you as you remind us, Lord, of an unbelieving heart. Lord, we may be going through struggles in life. We may be facing an uncertain future. But Lord, you are there in the midst. Lord, we just need to cry out to you. We need to pray instead of complaining. We need to talk to you about it. We need to cast all our cares upon you. Lord, help us to hear your voice and not to harden our hearts and to rebel. Lord, there are people in the church today that don't really hear your voice. They're not listening. The church is not a building, it's a body of believers. There are those that come into churches each and every Sunday or hear the message on the radio or the podcast and do not respond. Maybe they don't like what's being said. But even the Israelites, the Israelites 
had an unbelieving heart. They were being reminded about that. They were prone to complain. When life was good, they had no need for God. But when life turned sour, they would cry out to God. Was God there to rescue them? Of course. The Old Testament's filled with many, many stories. Even today, Lord, you, your people cry out to you and you hear them. Lord, help us today to hear your voice, to have a tender heart, to listen, to obey. Lord, there are people struggling in financial situations, maybe health situations, or even spiritual situations. Lord, we can think of people that are going through each of those types of situations. We pray, Lord, that they will, you will intervene in those situations. We pray, Lord, that the people can turn back to you, that have walked away from you, that have an unbelieving heart, that have hardened their heart. They've rebelled. They want nothing to do with the church because they had this experience or that experience, a bad experience. But Lord, that is an institution. But the main thing that counts is you. Each and every one of us is called to a personal relationship with you. We have a choice to accept it or to deny it. You gave us free will, but that's by choice. Just like the Israelites, you know, their, their hearts were being hardened by sinful deceits, by the devil's lies, by situations of their, of their own hand. God had everything under control for the Israelites, but they were living in the moment instead of for the long term. As Christians, we have, we go through things in life but we have to be careful that we don't focus on the moment and forget about the long term. It does not diminish the situations that we go through because God is there with us. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. Like the song, the contemporary Christian song says, God is always in the midst of our life. As you've heard me mention many, many times in the podcast, God is like the prodigal son's father. He's waiting, he's watching, he's listening, he's calling. So today, do you hear Jesus's voice? Is he calling you? Is he reminding you to come back? Is he waiting with his arms stretched out for you to come home? So Lord, no matter what situation we face in life, it can sometimes seem like a mountain, but your word says that you can take the mountain and you can, you can make it low, or you can cast it into the sea if need be. Lord, we can look back over my life, 
and see where you've cast mountains aside. Lord, it's human to want to go around it or to try to go over the mountain. But Lord, sometimes those situations can be so big that it takes the hand of God to intervene. So Lord, we pray for the individuals that don't know you or those that have hardened their hearts, those that are in rebellion, or those Christians that are struggling with doubt or questions. Help them if they're unbelieving. They're doubting. But the Bible tells us that we have a home in glory. One day we will meet you face to face. And it'll all be over and said and done. But Lord, no matter what we go through in life, we know that you are there with us. You will see us through. We've seen many miracles. We've seen many, many things that were impossible that you were able to intervene and take care of. Many, many things that you were already working behind the scenes. And when we look back now, we can see where you were and that you were still holding our hand going through each and everything. So Lord, we just pray for those that don't know you as their personal savior today, that today can be that day. They can confess their unbelieving heart. Lord, you can soften the hardened heart. You can bring the rebellious person back to you. Just like the nation of Israel, they wanted meat and you told them, sure, you will have meat. But they had meat for one month till they couldn't stand it anymore. Lord, it's not about possessions. It's not about money. It's not about status. It's about being faithful to you. Lord, you provide for our needs each and every day. Lord, we thank you that the sun came up this morning. Whether it's behind the clouds or not, the sun still rises and the sun will set. Daytime will become night and night will become day. All these things you set into motion. You're an awesome God. An awesome God. So Lord, we pray for those that are sick we pray for healing. We pray, Lord, that you will intervene. We pray, Lord, for financial needs, for those that are going through financial situations. Lord, as we look around the world today, prices are going up on food. Petro or gasoline is going up. Cost of living is going up. But Lord, we thank you that you provide. We thank you, Lord, that sometimes we need to cut back in this area and that area. But you give us what we need. We pray for those that are, have a spiritual need, as we talked about the unbelieving heart. Because you are a God that can restore. You are a God that redeems. And you are a God of hope today. Bless each and every one that listens. We ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Amen. Amen. So thank you for joining us this Friday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And we look forward to joining you on Monday with a new message of hope and encouragement. God bless and have a great weekend.